Hey, this is Doug. I'm Greg. And this is Mike. And you're listening to the It's Funny, That Makes It Okay podcast. And we hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. Hey, everybody. This is Doug. This is Greg. And this is Mike. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of the It's Funny, That Makes It Okay podcast. Here we are, April 11th. Coming into the second week of April, Easter is just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yes, it is. Happy Easter Peter to everybody that celebrates out there. And if you don't celebrate, happy Easter anyway. Yeah. Hopefully you, you get some candy if you don't celebrate. So, That's something. right. Go sit out in the Easter patch and sit see if, Easter you know, patch. the great Easter bunny comes. That's right. <laughs> oh, wrong holiday. <laughs> all right. So how's everybody doing? Good? Well, doing good. well. Doing yeah, well. Doing all right. All right. Well... We've got uh, a new segment tonight that Mike is going to introduce us to. Again, something we found off Reddit. Uh, we're going to do some Easter talk, and then we're going to Japan to talk about some fashion and some personal hygiene. That's where I get all my fashion tips is Japan. Oh, well, this may be something right up your alley. Then. Awesome. All right. I've got nothing this week, but I think you guys do, so I'm going to just jump back and let you jump in, and we'll get started. Yeah, I'll rip right into them. Uh, a couple things. Um each week we get our Morton Courier newspaper, right? So it's like a local, little local, local paper. I think, I think it covers like three cities, Pekin, Morton, and Washington or something. Okay. I think it, it took the, in Morton, it took the place of the Taswell News that we used to get. Okay. And <clears throat> I don't know, when we got, when I got this week's, this week's paper, it made me start thinking of journalism and papers in the past, mainly because of what the front of this one is compared to what fronts of papers used to be so i looked up online and i was able to find and i picked my birthday in 1979 some of the you know headlines in town in the taswell news okay which this paper replaced and you know one of the headlines is first street projects heads road list so they're going to redo first street um there's um natural gas prices jump again so that's that's very current yeah, yeah, from nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, the streets are all <laughs> tore up here and the gas prices are going up. That's right. And then uh new village trustees hit with new items. So the new trustees are hit with new items. Okay, so but anyways, you know, those are local highlights, kind of kind of important stuff, you know, because that's how we used to get our news. We didn't have, you know, Facebook, we didn't have any of the social media. We had the newspaper. That and the town crier. He'd come yeah, around. yeah, he'd come around ringing the bell, you know. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> From the square uptown. But, uh, but so we got this paper this week and I was just struck by the front of it is a picture. <laughs> There's no headlines on this to speak of. How big would you say that picture is? Oh, it's. That's over three fourths of the page. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, what is it? I would say. 14 by 7? Seven? 7, yeah. Yeah, I mean. So, huge picture, and it's a guy. Color. Yeah, color picture, and it's a guy, and I think probably either his granddaughters or maybe a daughters and a grandchild. So, it's a nice picture, you know. It's just um, his family picture, he put it in, huh? Yeah. So, what do you think <clears> that might, age. what do you think that story, what do you think that might be about? That big, big picture that takes almost the entire front. Well, there's nothing in the picture that would help me to decide where they're at. They're, they're somewhere, maybe a restaurant, maybe a museum, maybe a coffee shop. I don't know. I just see lights. Yeah. So, I would guess the opening of a new store or restaurant. That's my guess. 
Okay, yeah. well, that's a good guess. I was going to say the guy's being honored or recognized for something. Yeah, okay. Those are, you know, that, that you would think, you know, newspaper, that might be helpful. You know, yeah. in the old days, we had gas prices and, and village meetings and things like that. Well, this one. Moving on. No. <laughs> Greg doesn't tell us. Oh, no. No, no. This one, the, the little teeny writing below it says Morton resident, and it gives his name, enjoyed spending time with grandkids while bowling at Potter's Alley re- recently. <laughs> That's what that whole picture is about. They went bowling. <laughs> and he's not like the mayor or any elected. He's just a, a he's resident. He's just a guy. He's just a guy who was bowling. <laughs> but he gets time. the entire front page of the paper. Well, so few people wow. enjoy themselves bowling. So when it happens, it is newsworthy. <laughs> this guy was bowling and he had a good time. You'd be like, what's the <laughs> Stop <this>? the presses. <laughs> like, what's the score? 300? No. 105. <laughs> you but know, he had the grandkids. The second game was a 78. <laughs> He was using the bumper bumpers too, so <laughs> so yeah. It just struck me. This is a giant picture that takes up the entire yeah. almost front page across three cities. Wow, this guy bowling day. So <laughs> not a lot going on, I guess. Huh? Yeah, and it's not no road the, projects, no one rising natural gas prices, no. nothing. And it doesn't no even issues. show them bowling. It's like they're just sitting like, like yeah. you said. It could be a restaurant yeah. or at the be. bowling alley. Show them up like looking for a bowling ball or, or him, waiting for it to come back or. Actually, bowling. An action shot would be nice. Yeah, there yeah. you go. No bowling. All right. Next wow. thing, real fast. I'll try to buzz through this. Lori and I went to St. Louis this past weekend just for a weekend getaway. Uh, thought we'd just have a nice, you know, getaway together. So Sunday night of this, we went to a country concert at the Pageant Theater in St. Louis. After the concert, we had eaten earlier that day. So we were both. Lori goes, I could eat something. And I'm like, yeah, I could too. But it's 1045 on a Sunday night. And it's like, your, your selection's pretty minimal. <laughs> so here's a real fast rundown of what happened. <laughs> 1045, Sunday night. First, we went to McDonald's. We get there and it was a, it was, we probably got there. Actually, it's probably earlier than 1045, 1035, actually. And lights are on, drive through lights are on. We pull up. Pull up to the drive-thru window, and a girl comes on and says, um, due to lack of staffing, we aren't taking any more orders. It's like, why did you answer the speaker? Why are the lights yeah, on? Turn the lights off. <laughs> it's like, no, we're not taking any more orders. We are open, <clears throat> but we can't help you. <laughs> There's two of us here. We still want to get paid, but we don't want to do any work. Yeah. I mean, no, they're, they're taking no more I, that made me think as I was sitting there. It's like, I want to go back to the old days where the fast food joints, Hardee's, McDonald's, they cooked up 15 burgers and put them in a slider rack so that they could walk up and grab one because they've already got burgers made and they just go grab one so they can serve you. You don't need so many people then. I venture to say that them doing this prep to cook or what it was, they, they cook them to order kind of. I mean, it's like they pull, they pull the little patty off the yeah. griddle and throw it on your bun to order or whatever. They're no fresher than they were back when we had them in the rack of foods. So anyways, that's my gripe on that. So we didn't go to McDonald's and I said, well, I think Wendy's typically their drive through is open later. So we, we found a Wendy's not too terribly far away. Booked over there, and we actually got there about 10.45, and we believe it was supposed to close at 11. There was four cars in front of me. I pull in behind two cars that are at the speaker, and another car pulls in behind me. 
So I'm in there. I roll up to the speaker, and the lights on the board shut off. Oh, no. And the girl goes, we're closed. And I said, I can't get out. I'm behind four cars that are trying to get their food and a person behind me. So I'm sitting there. What am I going to do now? <laughs> so I get out of my car to walk back to the person behind me. She looked terrified that I'm approaching her car at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> and I just said, could you please back out? They're closed. She wouldn't roll down a window or anything. So I'm like having to yell at, you know, and she, she was very nice. She smiled. She, oh, yeah, I'll back. I'll back. So she backed out. So we didn't get Wendy's. So. I'm on a mission now. I was like, I'm going to get food one way or another. I'm getting food tonight. So we, we're driving back to our hotel. I see a Denny's sign. I'm like, Denny's is always open. So we pull into Denny's. They're open. So we thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were open. <laughs> we go in. The guy goes, uh, what would you like to drink? We're like, uh, just the water. So he brings the waters, and then he goes away while we're going to order. That place was freezing. I mean, Lori goes, I cannot eat here. It is, it is freezing in there. I don't know why they had it so cold. And so we tossed the menu back on the guy's thing and took off. And when we went out of the parking lot, so this is the last one. Sorry, I know this is dragging. I see another McDonald's down the road and the lights are still on. So we go down to McDonald's, pull in there, a couple cars at the drive-thru, and I'm thinking – Okay, it's already past 11 at this point, so they're not, you know, as a matter of fact, it's almost 11.30 by now. (laughs) So we pull in, and of course, I get behind a guy that is ordering for eight dozen people. He's like ordering all this, and it's a two-laner, and I don't know what the other car is doing. It's just sitting there, and after waiting on this guy to order for the city of St. Louis... He goes away. The other car is still sitting there, and I place my order. I go on, th- and the car still sitting there, so I don't know what he's doing. So I pull up, and the guy is waiting on his order that had all the all the orders, and she starts handing him out food. And I heard him, I heard him say, "I have a water," and he didn't sound super pleasant, and nothing. And it's like you, hear, you know, she shuffles out a couple more things of food. And then I hear, "I ordered a water," and then I see a water bottle come out the window and he grabs it. But then I see it come back out his window and she grabs it back, but I couldn't hear what they said to each other. And then she goes away, comes back and another water bottle comes out the window and he takes it and goes. And then we got our food and we got back to the hotel at about 1140. (laughs) So we had a late McDonald's night that night. So that was our trials and tribulation of trying to get, Food at 1045 in St. Louis on a Sunday night. Insane. And that's why the two other McDonald's employees, people like that guy, were like, sorry, we're closed. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to risk it. Yeah. I, I like all the lights on, though, and it's like, um, due to lack of staffing, we're not, we're not taking any more orders. What, did somebody just take off all of a sudden and yeah. turn your lights off? <laughs> you were, yeah, were there any cars at the other one, did you say? I can't remember. Oh, which one? At the first McDonald's you went to. Uh, there was one that went through, but we don't know whether he got waited on or whether they told him. So the there same was nobody thing. there. It's like, I get it if there was like 18 cars. No. It's just me. Yeah. How many people does it take to make a hamburger? <laughs> Obviously more than they had. <laughs> I'm working myself to death in here. I'm doing the register. I'm handling this speaker. <laughs> oh, so right. sorry that was kind of long, but oh my goodness. 
I could tell you about the country concert. That was a whole other thing, but I won't, I won't go into that tonight. Somehow I knew Greg's story was going to end with them getting McDonald's. <laughs> Can you believe you that? Knew. We went to McDonald's, Wendy's, Denny's, and back to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> you knew it was the only way the story was going to end. Yes, it McDonald's. had to. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Mike. Man. Well, I've got a April Fool's story that just is... I don't know about you guys, but I really hate April Fool's. Yeah, I, I'm not a like big it. fan. It's okay. The problem is, is that they're not jokes. They're more like mean. Yeah, <laughs> they're just being mean. It's things that like fake pregnancies. Yeah. Hey, mom, or hey, mom. Hey, Mike. Your mom was just killed in the car wreck. Exactly. What? Exactly. April Fool's. Like that's not funny. <laughs> exactly. I gotcha. Yeah, I really thought my mom died. I was devastated. Yeah. Yeah. So take me to the hospital. <laughs> that's what seems to be April Fool's now. So. I saw this story on an April Fool's prank that just failed spectacularly. It's from a uh, Newsweek article. It says, Fury as as beer company's April Fool's prank backfires spectacularly. So a British company has come under fire online uh, after people felt scammed following their April Fool's marketing stunt. Uh, so people took to Twitter to share their anger after receiving April Fool's messages from a beer subscription company uh, called... Beer company, B-I-E-R, <laughs> beer company. They okay. sent messages to people that said uh, they were this month's winner of free beer for life. So it came in the form of an email. The subject line was urgent in all caps. It said, we're thrilled to share some exciting news with you. Out of all the entrants this month, you are our fourth black card winner. So the email basically said, hey, go follow this link. Put in this promotional code. And claim your prize. But people said when they did that, they found that they had actually not won any free beer. Shocker. <laughs> but they also signed themselves up for a monthly subscription for $30 a month. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, again, many customers received text messages as well, informing them that they also won free beer for life. So this company is like one of those box um, subscription box yeah, companies. Uh-huh. Kind of a... Every month or whatever, you get you know beer. Uh, they've got beer club stuff in there, or you could also order like beer nuts and other stuff like that from the company. So uh, people, it goes through a couple of stories that said, um, you know, they were pretty skeptical at first, and somebody is like, well, you know, I got the message, but I really didn't think much of it. It's like, well, the premise of the message is that you entered and you are you entered a contest or so, like a drawing or something, right. and you're a winner. Did you enter the contest or not? Because if you didn't enter the contest. And it comes back, you're a winner. Shouldn't that be but did a you red give them flag? your credit card number and all that stuff? No. Or, because if you didn't, it's like, yeah. how, how are they charging you for that? Well, I think once they got the notification, or, are you going to say that yeah. now? So, yeah. So basically what happened is with the link in the email uh, that you. said click here to kind of claim your prize, that took them right to the site. And in there, the promotional code they were actually given by the company was S-L-O-O-F-L-I-R-P-A, April yeah. Fool's Backwards. So they punched in the promotional code, and again, like like we kind of said here, they didn't get any you know free winnings or anything. They signed themselves up for a thirty dollars a month. Yeah, see, package. now they were stupid because they put their credit card number in there. Why would you put your credit card number in there if you won free stuff? Exactly. <laughs> so in this one, it does kind of go both ways. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of cuts you know people actually following through with it. Especially one person's story, like I said. They didn't enter anything, but they got an email. It's like, hey, you want something. And it's like, why are you following through with the – you're putting your credit card information in there? Not totally sure. Yeah. 
But also at the same time, it's like, this is a scam. It's like, come on with this April Fool stuff. Like, see, anytime I get anything that says you won or something good happens to me, I know that it's it's a lie. <laughs> that's never that. Oh, this is a scam. Uh, well, no, Doug's you're really gonna get something good. No, no, he, it's a scam. He's gonna get an email next week. You want a lifetime a lifetime supply of Reese's no, holidays? I, do, it's like, <laughs> I don't win anything. I don't. I, I'm not. You know, I'm not lucky. None of that is happening. Yeah. So people now they at the end of the story they were saying they couldn't find anywhere to cancel their subscriptions. Uh, you know, people were kind of like flooding the company with the the messages and putting it all out on Twitter saying, "Hey, don't 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 fall for it," kind of a thing. It's like, see if that oh, was in the man. U.S. because that's a U.K. company. Yeah. If that had been in the U.S., they would be getting sued for people's emotional stress and you know psychological hurt and all those sorts of things. I'm kind of emotionally and psychologically hurt. Well, then you should right sue now. them. I think you should just sue from them. hearing the story. <laughs> yeah, the company did try to smooth it over. They said. Uh, you know, if you didn't get it, you know, it was April Fool's backwards. And then it said, you will all will receive a, your first month free. <laughs> so, yeah. but you're still on the hook. You're still the on, you're still that. on the subscription, but, but to save <clears throat> face, we'll give yeah. you a month free. So yeah. I, I just, I hate these April Fool's things. Yep. It's like everything is like Doug said, it's something that's way over the top, you know, with a fake death or something, or it's just a scam. Yeah. Yeah. April Fool's is, we need to get rid of that. I agree. No, that's all. All right. Good. Yeah, that's a good story. Well, I uh, guess I'm continuing on. Sure. You keep going. All right. So we've got another uh, segment here. This is, uh, like Doug said, kind of a new segment to us. We had done a one-off story stemming from this Reddit thread. And this Reddit thread is T-I-F-U. Today I messed up. Sure. You can kind of fill in that word yes. for yourself. So I have gone through the thread. Don't put that in my mind. <laughs> T-I-M-U. Sorry Today I messed that. up. Yeah. Today <laughs> I messed up. So uh, I went through the thread and I kind of looked at some top posts over time just to kind of give us a good variety of some of the best ones out there that people have, have enjoyed. So basically the premise is on the first one here it says – so it's kind of like a confessional then. They're confessing yeah. that they did. They're, Where the other one that we did was, am I the A? Right. So yeah. the other one is kind of like, uh, did I mess up or did the other person? Yeah, so they're wanting you to vote. This one, there's just, they're this just, this one's a blanket admission. There. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they, they kind of go through the funny story or whatever, the tragic story maybe of how they messed up. Uh, so kind of like what? if you go to McDonald's too many times <laughs> in an evening. That's yeah. a mess up. That's on so Greg, you. Greg, you could have a TIFU. You could. Yeah, I did. He posted on Reddit. Yeah. That was on me. So this first one, TIFU by not telling my husband about a lottery I won years ago. So here's the story. The lottery winning took place back in August 2014. My husband and I were married in October of 2014. She said, she said that she had not won a fortune but it was enough to make a big difference. She said after taxes, it came out right to about $480,000. Wow. So that's a pretty big that's chunk That's substantial. Of yeah. 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 So uh, then she went on to say most people would be over the moon, but I panicked. I didn't want our life to suddenly turn upside down because we had so much extra money now. Wow, she said, what a pain to have to go through. <laughs> So we'll kind of hear a story and then maybe we can see what, what our thoughts were. She said, I was still legally single at the time, so I was able to accept it anonymously without the need to tell anyone else, so I didn't. I didn't tell anyone else, not a single soul, 
not my uh, future husband, not my parents, siblings, etc. Only, only the state and federal government, so they could get their cut. Uh, so she said then that her husband has a tendency to spend on things that didn't need that we don't need, and kind of has that you know splurge kind of a spending mindset. Right. So she opened a new bank account with the National Credit Union and put in a check, you know, with the money. Uh, she actually got hooked up with a financial advisor who, you know, kind of guided her through some investing options. So she put all the kind of the money in some certain places to kind of help it grow along. So flash, so she's just getting richer as the days go by and right. she can't tell it. <laughs> this is from one month ago. So, uh, flash forward to today from 2020 to 2022. She says that she's doing the dishes, getting ready to make some dinner out of the blue. Her phone rings. Um, then she gets a text because she wasn't able to answer the phone. No big deal. So get to it later. But then her husband came in at the kitchen, kind of glanced at her phone. Uh, she said, hey, who texted me? And he looks. It's her financial advisor. He had <laughs> called and texted to let her know she's now up to $1 million <laughs> from her investments. And she said husband is stunned. He has no clue even what to say. Kind of just stares at her blankly and says, we have a $1 million? Uh, said she was, <laughs> she said that she was so kind of caught off guard. Obviously she hadn't told him about it for what, uh, eight years now or ab- about eight years. Um, <laughs> and he asked, you know, well, who knows about this? She's like, no one, <laughs> only now you and the government and financial advisor. <laughs> so basically, and the NSA. <laughs> <laughs> so basically she said the story ends with him. Um, he left for the night because I guess uh, it was a little much to bear, I guess, suddenly knowing that your wife has been keeping that from you, that you are a millionaire. Uh, so as she said it took him a few hours to finally get back to talk to me at the end of it. Um, basically, he, he came around and said that she's really proud of her for investing into their future um, and kind of came around with a clear head. And she says, based on an update, her hus- husband and I... Um, have continued to uh, keep the investments where they are, not touch them. <clears> Good for gonna, them. Going to let their money grow. So all in all, not a bad situation. Yeah, not, not a bad situation. Good, uh, well, you know the guy uh, left and went and sat somewhere. And he goes, I could leave her. <laughs> Hold it. I got a million yeah. dollars. <laughs> I ain't leaving. <laughs> well, he, I, in my mind, he thought in the process, like, what else is she not telling me? But, hey, if the first secret is we're millionaires – it's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> maybe but. maybe all of her secrets are really good ones. <laughs> but I am going to come out and say, I, as in my opinion, it is not healthy in a relationship to keep secrets. No. Right. Once she, I mean, if she was single or they weren't married yet, she didn't need to necessarily tell him because she doesn't know where things are going. Once you get married, you need to kind of disclose, hey, here's where we're at. Here's our finances. Yeah. Here's the bills. Here's what we got. Don't hide bills. Yeah. Don't If you do something stupid and rack mm-hmm. up a bunch of bills, be honest. Like, hey, I screwed up. Yeah, this is where we're at. Okay, we're all on the same page. Let's move forward and try to get past this because eventually, secrets will find you out. <laughs> They're yeah. going to come to light eventually. Yeah. And so thankfully, it's not good. thankfully, this story did have a happy ending. There was one more update um, that I was going to go on. Um, she said that husband, yeah, definitely came around, and they're continuing to invest and put that away. Obviously, said that he was really upset that you know he was kept in the dark so long, but he did agree that. Had he known at the time, they probably would have blown through most of it. Right. So kind of a compromise. And she did say they took a, a nice one-time kind of vacation with a little bit of it. And they're continuing to yeah. kind of keep it away. So 
that's kind of an example story of it's interesting. what's going on here. It's kind of the reverse of the norm, you know, right? where somebody, like Doug said, somebody's racked up a big bunch of debt and they come <laughs> into it and didn't tell them and it's like all of a sudden, boom, hey. <laughs> exactly. So I guess if you're going to be in that situation, rather have it like this. Well, yeah, like that. If, if you're going to have a secret, that would be the one I want you to have from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, here's another one. T-I-F-U by, <laughs> by obliterating my wife's fish. Ooh. <laughs> Happened last night. Wife's <laughs> eight-year-old, very large goldfish was passing away. Had dropsy. I, I'm not sure what that is. The fish Couldn't was hold on to stuff. <laughs> yeah, his little fins were just weak. Oh, it's weak. Butterfish. Like, oh, yeah. I can't even hold on to this little plant down here. It's little bitty rocks. I can't pick them up anymore. <laughs> My food. Uh, so he had dropsy. So yeah, fumbling around with everything. The fish was suffering. Was on the verge of death. Wife and I looked into the symptoms. It says there is no hope of him making recovery. I mean, it's a goldfish. So she asked, she asked me to euthanize the fish. And then he said, <laughs> looking into the methods, it seemed pretty agreed upon that the most effective and quick way to euthanize a fish was blunt force trauma. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I was a kid, my family were huge anglers and I was designated as the fish killer. When it came time to cook them. What, did you get a little rod and reel out and <laughs> catch it? Was it back then I was told to slam them on the ground as hard as I could? Well, my eight-year-old body wasn't strong enough to kill them instantaneously, so I had to do it multiple times, and he said, honestly, that kind of messed me up. <laughs> so then he says, flash forward to last night. I didn't want that happening again, <laughs> and I wanted it to be painless, you know, for the fish. So he said, I asked my wife to leave the room because she was very upset. That first hit's going to hurt, though. (laughs) Well, wife is upset. So he wanted to do the deed, and he did it by putting the fish in a plastic grocery bag and slamming it as hard on the counter as he possibly could. (laughs) The bag tore, right? Says the poor fish was absolutely obliterated. The force ripped open the bag and sprayed bits of what used to be a goldfish in every direction. So then the wife was like, "Everything okay?" Uh, He said, "Don't come in." (laughs) He said, "Please, please stay out of the room for a little bit." But he was trying his best to clean it up. She said, "She's kind of getting suspicious." After five ten minutes, she came. she came down and it was. He said it was still everywhere. Oh, it was on the counter, the man. stove. Picture the a little fish chalk outline, <laughs> just little pieces of fish. And he said to add insult to injury, it even splattered on the Christmas tree in the corner. Oh, not gonna get that smell out. And he said, as of today, we are still finding pieces of it around the house. <laughs> oh, here's a piece of what was his name? Uh, it didn't oh, it didn't say, say his name. No. It said, wife was Floppy. aghast and completely traumatized, cried until she went to bed. <laughs> that, that is not good. No. So there's a, a little bit harsher of a story than the million dollar secret. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough one. Here's Okay, so here's one we're going to end on. We're kind of keeping it short and sweet here for the first real, one. Real fast. We, we had a goldfish once that uh, it was almost dead like that. And Lori decided it was time to put it down. She put it in the toilet. It would not go down. <laughs> Kept coming back up. The fighter. Like, Guess it go. wasn't quite as dead as we thought. Yeah. He's still swimming. Yeah, it's a fighter. I'm getting better. I don't I want to go in the now. toilet. Please take me out. I'll be good. Look, I'm grabbing everything firmly now. Yes. No dropsies yes. here. Yes, no my dropsies. fins are working well. <laughs> oh, Okay, so here's, I think, one that we're really going to appreciate here. <laughs> TIFU 
by using an old commercial jingle at work that caused me to get sent to HR for possible sexual harassment. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I cannot wait to get your guys' take on this one. <laughs> All right. Opens up. Gen X are here. I love old commercial jingles, especially ones from the 70s and 80s, and often I will use them. so good. I will use them to make commentary on things I'm doing. We were in a meeting with sales and marketing, and we were discussing a new initiative that would involve both parties in a way we've never done before. One of the younger marketing women was outlining this, and I said, you've got your chocolate in my peanut butter. (laughs) So he goes on to explain, this was a popular tagline for Reese's Peanut Butter Oh, no explanation needed here. Oh, yeah. Right. (laughs) He said, I was using it, so I thought, to illustrate how we were putting two good things together. To make it worse, some of the older meeting participants laughed. He didn't think anything of it until I had the head of HR come into my office and ask to see me. Well, apparently the young woman, who was in her 20s, had never heard of the commercial and thought I was making a sexually charged remark at her. So even the HR person hadn't heard of the jingle. They should be fired. <laughs> Not yes. the guy. They should be fired. <laughs> he said he had to go online, pull up the commercial for them to even believe me. It was He's... probably blocked by the company's firewall, though. <laughs> <laughs> he said in an update, nothing nothing happened. Everyone had laughed it off, and it seemed like a teachable moment. Um, the old Dude. way the office... Wait, what is that? The old way the office... Oh, that is a... I can't even follow that sentence. Uh, basically, he ended up smoothing it over by bringing in some Reese's. Some Reese's. And then probably promising never to say anything ever again about commercial <laughs> enough. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, there's there's that one. Hey, I'm going to add one. I, I found one when I Go was ahead. going through those, yeah. and I, I just clicked on it. It's, it's just a couple quick paragraphs, but it may be last. The, the 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 description says now I have to explain to my neighbors that I'm not a pedo. <laughs> yes. Uh oh. Says okay. So my kids had their kids over for a pool party. Hang on. So my kids had their kids over for a pool party. Okay. Oh, my kids had their yeah, kids. So his grandkids. My wife asked me to watch them in the pool as a responsible adult. The kids were playing with pool toys and yelling and having fun as kids do. So the game they are playing is tag, but whoever is it had to carry a certain toy, a shark torpedo, comically called a shark pedo. <laughs> Unfortunately, the kids are now screaming, the pedo, the pedo, the pedo is coming. Look at Oh, it's got me. The pedo's got me. <laughs> he, said, he said, after a few minutes of this, my neighbor poked his head over the fence and I just laughed and like I told him what was happening and he laughed as well. <laughs> the pedo is coming. It's got me. The pedo's got me. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I just wanted to add uh, that one to it. Take that yeah. to the local pool with you. Woo. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got, I've got some more saves. So maybe we can revisit that. Yeah. yeah I like that. Kind of like well, so. thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Always that. like hearing about uh, people's misery. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Sunday is Easter. Happy Easter to those yes, who celebrate. Happy Easter. Those who don't, happy Easter. Good Friday's coming up. I got some Easter stuff. Uh, we're just going to kind of wing it a little bit here, and uh, we're going to see how things things go. So uh, the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about for Easter, do you guys typically you get together? Do you celebrate? Do you celebrate Easter? Do you have a big big dinner? Do you do something kind of low key? What What are you guys normally doing? Yeah, we usually have a, a family meal. Usually have ham loaves or ham, you know, potatoes, green beans, big meal. Um, 
Yeah, it's kind of a kid. Kids bring their, you know, our grandkids over, and we get out the pedo shark, and uh, <laughs> no, we we hide eggs. I hope not. <laughs> we hide eggs and do that with them. So yeah, no, it's a good time. Yeah, my side of the family always does uh, get together too. Just immediate family, same kind of a uh, meal. Yeah, Easter ham and potatoes and yep. all that good stuff. Yeah, good. Same same kind of thing. We we usually go to church on you know Sunday morning. We get done with that. We'll go and we'll do a little uh, little get together with. It's usually pretty low key on my side of the family. It's with my mom and us, my son. Uh, sometimes my my brother and his family will get together. Sometimes so they'll do something else. So yeah, and I think that's the tradition of what I did growing up with my family and mm-hmm. you know my grandparents and yeah. If we were in Alabama or we were, you know, yeah, like you said, we'd go to church, come home, have a big meal. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk. So I've got a little bit uh, of trivia here or some facts, not really trivia, but uh, it says among those who celebrate Easter, 87% uh, plan on buying Easter candy. So 87% of the people who celebrate, they do buy Easter candy. For those who don't celebrate Easter, uh, so it's only thirty three percent, which I think seems low. Wouldn't you think you still buy Easter candy, right? And yeah, I, I mean, mean for the kids, I don't know, maybe not. What do you think the average person spends on Easter candy for Easter? I'm gonna say twenty five bucks, forty, twenty one. Oh, good Mike guess. Was right in there. Now it'd be more like Greg's number, though. Probably. <laughs> yeah, with the inflation yeah. we got going on. What do you think? This is as of twenty nineteen, but it says what do you, this particular number? What do you think the total spending worldwide is estimated to oh, be on goodness. Easter candy? Mm. Do you have a guess on that one? <laughs> 180 million. I, don't know. I was I, yeah. I mean, I was going to say like 500 million. 18 billion. Oh wow. my! I didn't know anything. We get. I didn't either. Wow. That kind of shocked me. 18 billion dollars spent on Easter candy worldwide. Wow. How many Easter bunnies are made? Well, that's every how many year? Reese's you buy from the start of. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> October third, when the Easter eggs come out, <laughs> right? So Doug's adding his chunk to that. So how many? Oh. How many milk chocolate Easter bunnies are made every year? Uh, what do you got? got? Two point four million. I was. Gonna, I must. I'll say my five hundred million number. 90, 90 uh, million. 90 million. Uh, says 87% of parents will prepare Easter baskets for their children. Uh, That's the same amount of parents who also buy Easter candy. So that kind of <laughs> well, makes, that makes sense. sense then. Yeah, you got the 87% that buy it, but only 60% make baskets. For the, <laughs> the rest of them just throw it on the ground. Yeah, or eat it. And 81% of the parents say that they steal some candy from their kid's basket. Oh, yeah, 19% of the parents are lying because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say 100% of them yeah. are yeah, taking some you gotta of You got at least candy. one thing out of there. So, uh, did you guys get Easter baskets when yes. you were kids? Yep, me yep. too. What, what do you, we, we used to get candy, usually some kind of a toy. It was, it was kind of pared way down from Christmas, but you get something. So, a lot of the things like we would get maybe a kite sometimes yeah, or the little bamboo animal. airplanes that you wind lo- up. <laughs> The, yeah, the balsa wood, or balsa yeah. wood, yeah, the balsa wood airplanes, balsa wood, yeah. Uh, we would get uh, a stuffed animal. A lot of times that yeah. was kind of a big one. Sometimes we get like uh, activity books. You remember those activity books? They were like white. They'd flip open, and they had a marker 
that it was like invisible ink. So when you, you ran the marker over stuff, the answers would show See, up. See, I think those came after me. Mine was the flat cardboard thing. <laughs> yeah. The flat cardboard with the uh, cellophane on the yeah. front that and you draw yeah, on we and would then get lift those it too. and it would erase it. We would get those as well. Um, or Mad coloring Libs. Books. You get a, a oh, Mad Lib yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, coloring books. Silly Putty. I never got Silly Putty. Yeah. Slinky. Yeah. You know, things like yeah. that. The smaller, smaller toys. How about you, Mike? What do you, uh, what do you yeah, look at? Yeah, we are, yeah, we got, you know, our candy and stuff. We always kind of got things like that too. Nothing big, like board games. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that is typically like kind of stuff. I'm trying like to remember if there was any, ever any practical things in there, like a three pack underwear. <laughs> we, See, I never, we never did that. No, I, I can't, I don't remember to be honest. It would always be something, yeah, kind of along the lines of like a little game. Yeah, a little small toys. Like Most, mostly candy. Yeah. yeah, and the stupid Easter grass that would just get in your way, and you pull it out finally, and just well, shake it and let the candy go yeah. down. Like, that's like eighty five percent of the Easter basket. Yeah, in about it. June, you go pull out that grass again, and jelly beans fall yeah. out. And- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like too that Easter was probably the one holiday where you had a really good chance of getting some crappy candy or a larger amount of crappy candy. Every holiday has their candy. That yeah. But Easter has a lot of bad candy, I, in my opinion. It's got its share for sure. Everybody knows I, I hate Peeps. So check out our check yeah. out our product check out our yeah. video. It was <laughs> awful. <laughs> we tested some. I'm peeps. still it's a good I'm one. still staring a couple of them down right here. Yes. <laughs> there may be looking back at you, maybe not. Yeah, yeah well, those funky eyes. Yeah. You know. So well, I did find this was uh, 2020 was the last. I couldn't find one newer than that, but this was the 10 worst. Easter candies voted by people. So number 10. Not by animals. Not by animals. No, that's another <laughs> one. Number 10, it has jelly beans, like generic, a generic jelly bean. I like jelly bean. Now, it depends on the jelly bean, but right. I like jelly beans. Because there are some that I would agree would be down, those real waxy ones that have no flavor. Those would definitely be at the 10 spot. Yeah. But a Starburst or a Jelly Belly, those move up the charts. I like the Jolly Rancher Jelly Beans. Those are good, too, yeah. See, now my wife likes just the Brock's Jelly Bean. I'm like, I don't, they don't really taste. They're just sugary, gummy. Yeah. A little flavor in them. Yeah. I like, that's why I like the Jelly Belly or the Jolly Ranch or something where you can actually taste the flavor. Yeah. Uh, Number nine, I have never seen before, but it says... A chocolate cross or like a chocolate crucifix. Oh, I'm like, no. that just that's seems wrong. Th- yeah, that doesn't seem. No, <laughs> I know that's what the holiday really is about, but don't put it in a can. Yeah, and, um, yeah. And that's what some of the people that were said. Those chocolate crosses just feel wrong. Yeah, it says I feel just says I just feel disrespectful eating one of these. Like I should mount it somewhere and say our, on our father. So I, yeah, I don't know. Those are really weird. The uh, eight, it says chicks and rabbits marshmallow candy. I don't know what those are. That's it's not, not like peeps. a peep. No. Chicks and rabbits. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says there. Some people they equate them to the circus peanut. So they're they're basically a circus peanut that is in the mold oh, of in a the mold rabbit and a chicken. And you know, I used things. to like the circus peanuts. Many more. <laughs> I am not. A I'm fan. not a fan. I don't mind the circus peanuts, but I mean, I get them once in a blue moon. Yeah. Number seven, and I have not seen these, but this is one of my least favorite candies at Halloween. Uh, the, a, a cousin to this. 
it says bunny corn or Easter candy oh. corn. So it's candy corn, but no. like it's an Easter color. It's pastel color. Yeah, pink yeah. and purple and yellow and white and we green. We don't need more candy corn. See, I th- but I think I can do that before the circus peanuts anymore. I just, especially if you throw a couple peanuts in there with it to give it a salty sweet thing. It's not bad. Maybe, but I just, yeah. Where it's ranked is probably about right. (laughs) Now, for me, it has number six is Peeps. I I cannot stand Peeps. I I don't like marshmallow so that much. So I'm not a big fan. My family would do Peeps. We get the one package, not the small package. It'd be like maybe a regular package of them. We'd make it through one and a half rows maybe. And the rest would get stale. And so we'd never finish a pack. My dad and my brother loved peeps. My dad liked stale peeps. He would open them, let them get kind of stale and Uh, and firm. No. We would get one of those. Each of us would get one of those little sleeves. It's got about, what, four in it or something. Those were easy enough to polish off. I mean, you're a kid. Yeah. (laughs) I'd have maybe one or two peeps out of that package. I think we all would. And then we just kind of call it. (laughs) Then you stick them in hot chocolate and watch them melt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the, the the number five on this list was the Oreo cream egg. It looks like it's kind of a, a Cadbury, oh. but the, it's got like like cookies and cream on the inside. Uh, never it's, had one. I have never either, but that's what it says. So I like Oreos. Four. It seems like I've seen these, but I would never say this is an Easter thing. Cheetos, Sweetos, Cinnamon Puffs. So it looks like it's like a sounds churro. Like the, it sounds like the churro. cereal companies are getting involved again. Well, it looks like it's just like a cinnamon churro to uh. me, like... But it's Round. Easter? And so that's what number is that? It's four. four. So somehow Cheetos Sweetos got labeled as Easter candy, and it's weird. I would eat that over just about anything on this list so far. I'm like, I, that, well, I don't want It made it to number churros. four. <laughs> I like churros. Yeah, well, that's the fourth worst. I mean, so it's yeah, this is the worst candy. Oh, we're going down? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so was the, the jelly, jelly beans, beans the first? Were- well, they were like if that you was had, the the least. So the, ten. This is like the top ten worst. It said. Yeah. So jelly beans oh. are like the most tolerable of this list. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. We're moving up to the worst. Right. No, yeah. I think I'd move the churro down on the list then. Well, now I'm kind Throw of with the taco from Taco looking, Bell, and you're all set. Yeah. Says so this is the ten worst Easter candies. Yeah. yeah so, so I would assume number one is like the yeah, worst. worst. This, yeah. Well, this next one blew my mind because I don't think this is a bad one at all. But Reese's egg, no. <laughs> chocolate bunny solid, number three. People who hates cho- it's just chocolate. You can't really go wrong. Well, with it's it. not my I mean, favorite, but it's like it's a chocolate. It's, chocolate. it's just chocolate. Yeah. yeah, and again, a little bit depends on the brand. Yeah, you get the Palmer chocolate. It's like, eh, those are the kind of cheap ones. We get the ones that are but like you get, paraffin. It's not yeah. real chocolate. It's yeah. like weird wax. Yeah. I want real chocolate. And I didn't, I never, I didn't want the, the hollow ones either. I, I want the solid chocolate bunny. Do yeah. you bite the ears off first? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have to. And they said, seems strange, right? Chocolate bunnies are one of the most iconic Easter candies. So what gives? Said, solid yeah, what chocolate gives? bunnies are a buzzkill. You see a chocolate <laughs> Easter bunny, you think how fun it'll be to devour it. The thing is solid chocolate. This says Easter bunnies as opposed to how. Or, uh, as opposed to hollow, are just too much darn chocolate. Too much darn chocolate. Well, you don't eat it all in one sitting. No. Well, they're not asking a kid because a kid would like, I would like, oh, I want all of the chocolate. In fact, the bigger one, the better. Yeah. <laughs> and there are some huge there chocolate are some bunnies. Huge ones. This next one sounds horrible. I've never seen it. It says two, and it says this is new to the list this year. 
Sour Patch Kids White Chocolate Bunny. So it's yeah. a white chocolate bunny with sour bits patch? of Sour Patch Kids nope, in it. That does not sound good. Yeah. No, I like Sour Patch Kids, but I don't want it in my. I'm not a. I don't want white chocolate either. No, I, that no, one just doesn't sound good at all. The number one people were ranked worse. You 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 care to take a guess what it is? I have a uh, guess, but I'm not going to like it if it's number one. It, it's a popular candy. I I'm not going to like the answer. It's Robin Eggs. Hmm, Robin Eggs. Could be. I'm trying to think of another Easter candy I'm, I'm, that would be. This one's, this one's really popular. They uh, have. They have. I know you've. You've, you've had to see commercials for it every year. Cadbury egg. Oh, Cadbury egg. Oh, number okay. one least really, favorite. Really Cadbury easy. egg. I don't, now, like, I don't like Cadbury eggs. It's, I'm not a big fan of Cadbury eggs. Yeah. It's, they're so sweet. They are. As a kid, I would eat them. You, you get them and, and it's kind of weird because it's got, they look like a raw egg inside because they've got the, the white with the yellow and you're eating it. It's just, <laughs> it is so sweet. I cannot yeah. eat it. I, can, it's it's kind of like to me eggnog at Christmas. I can have a glass of eggnog during the holidays. And that's it. One, I'm good. Yeah. One Cadbury egg, I'm good. Yeah. So that was it. A- another one of, of things that I'm thinking of or was jotting down here. My dad loved these. Now most people do not. I will eat a couple, and mostly because my dad liked them. But the black jelly beans, I don't care for them. I'm not a huge yeah. fan. I don't like again, black licorice. I don't. Yeah. I, again, I will eat a couple of those. Um, my wife loves these. My dad loves these. The chocolate marshmallow egg. They come in an egg carton. You would open it up, and they, they're a, they're a chocolate. They're flat on one side, and they kind of they kind of look like a Reese's egg, but it's marshmallow. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, never cared I for those. I don't think I've ever seen those again. I don't like chocolate, so I don't like marshmallow. I like chocolate, and then circus peanuts. But that was kind of already covered. But I'm. We used to get those as a kid, and I did not care for those either. Yeah, I think maybe you showed a picture earlier to me of some brightly colored yep. Easter eggs, and yep. they're they're hollow in the middle, but they've got a little white, yep, like filling around underneath the hard shell. I love very... those as a kid. They are Brock's marshmallow Easter egg. I didn't know they were marshmallow, but what they are? But it was a harder marshmallow. They would take that marshmallow and they would. It was like a spun. Like yeah, they'd spin it, so it was almost. It, it's pure sugar. It was almost crunchy. Yeah. Well, it was hard on the outside, and then it was a little foamy on the inside, but not like a marshmallow. It was yeah, a little softer. I didn't care for hollow. those. I loved them as a yeah. kid, and they were individually wrapped, and they were usually bright colors like pink and green and purple. Yeah. And, and it was just it's just pure sugar. Don't I mean, get me wrong. I, did, I ate them, but they would have been like, you know, moved down my list of yeah. my ba- the way I'd consume my basket. I don't think I've ever had those. Yeah. yeah. So and um on my basket of good candies, I would want again a good jelly bean, jelly belly, Jolly Rancher, the Starburst, something a good jelly bean. Yeah, uh, malted milk balls or the Robin's egg. Yes. I love malted milk balls. Yeah, yeah. malted milk ball Robin eggs were good. Yeah. The the Reese's peanut butter egg, you can't go wrong with. Now, that. see, when I would have been getting Easter baskets, the Reese's eggs were not out yet. Oh no, it was just the cup. Reese's cup. We would yeah. get. I think mom and dad would get a, or I mean, the Easter bunny would get a, uh, like the big ten pack of single cups. Yep. and put a couple in each yep. of our baskets. And of course, again, the chocolate Easter bunny, and I wanted oh, yeah. the solid. It was always the hollow. That was kind of the crowning glory of the basket. Yeah, it, you, had you that built around that, and whatever you got, you had that. And whatever, like coloring book or stuffed animal or kite would be next to it. And then you had the little candy yeah. kind of all around there. Were your baskets usually the wicker variety or yep, like a plastic? 
I got little the tub. Oh, yeah. we were always the wicker. Yeah, we were the wicker. The ones that if you went to an Easter egg hunt with it, they would roll out because it wasn't deep enough. <laughs> they were usually wide and not very deep. Yeah. yeah. And so did you, I mean, of course, dying Easter eggs. Did you dye the Easter eggs oh, yeah. with a different uh, yes. And then that was dyes. more, you know, as my kids got older, we went to the plastic eggs and we dyed a few. Whereas dying eggs was the big thing for us oh, growing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. We dyed them with my son. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we did too. We'd have the Ten Commandments on on the TV. <laughs> oh yep. yeah, and yep. We'd have Charlton the, uh, Heston, yes. leading yes. the Israelites. Yes, loved it. We'd have the egg. So uh, let it be the real eggs. So and let we'd it be done. Go through and uh, you know hard boil and whatever, and I think we'd actually even eat them up. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we we eat them. Yeah. You'd peel them and they the dye would soak through, so they'd be green and blue. Cut in half, put a little salt on it. Yeah. And, yeah. House would smell like sulfur. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Bad. Did you experience any Easter egg hunts with your kids or yourself going to them? Kids. Like, I don't remember myself going to an Easter egg hunt. No, we did it in the yard. See, we lived out in the country, and it's just me and my brother, so it's kind of... <laughs> you had him for him, he had him. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah. wasn't quite as fun. We did them like, when I was pretty young. We, I don't have like immediate cousins, but we have some second cousins who are relatively mine and my brother's age. So they would come over, and we'd do that maybe for like... We didn't do it a whole bunch. Um, we, uh, maybe three, four years, maybe we did that, but yeah. those kind of died off pretty quick. We used to take our kids out to the, the baseball diamonds out West, West, Westwood park and they would have organized ones. Man, those things are pandemonium. They line yeah. 800 kids up and you got a field just full of eggs and it's like, go, I'm surprised kids aren't getting trampled. I mean, because they just and then you always got like the two year old that's running around, yeah. picks up three eggs, spills the three out of his basket while he puts the new three in there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we did you go with us? We went to Peoria down by the river. Yes, and uh, Nick won a skateboard, down or a scooter, the, a scooter down there, down by the river, down by that's the right. river. We were in our van. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we went to an organized one there. It was crazy. Our church when we gotta we, get pedo shark around somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Our church when we about a year after no, it was the first year we were there. They did a helicopter egg drop. Ooh. So they brought in this helicopter, and guys were up in it with bag trash bags full of eggs, it's like carpet just bombing dumping, kids with <laughs> dumping eggs. them out onto the field for the kids. So now you get the excitement not only of the eggs. But you got a helicopter there. Did you tell Little them the story like about the uh, Santa Claus in the helicopter? <laughs> no, we didn't talk you, about that. <laughs> the crashing Santa. I picture him. We're gonna, we're gonna get the, we're gonna. We got an Easter bunny. Easter bunnies of. Oh, look at the bunnies! <laughs> and that's how you end up with a bunny like the fish. And the copter yeah. goes down. Yeah. Oh, WKRP. now we've killed Santa and the Easter bunny. Okay, next is the Tooth Fairy. Oh, jeez. But yeah, the helicopter, the first year, because they did it like three years in a row. The first year, <laughs> they're flying over, and they, the helicopter comes in pretty low for them to dump the eggs out. And one of the guys dumping the eggs, the bag slips out of his hand, and this whole bag just comes, looked like a body falling out of the, <laughs> out of the helicopter. Picture it exploding like a bomb. <laughs> Boom! Plastic eggs everywhere. Shrapnel. Yeah. yeah. Kids are crying. <laughs> they got a triage tent set up in the parking lot now, pulling kids out. The kids got PTSD about 10 years later. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't do Easter. Eggs? Eggs? <laughs> uh, they, they go to make tuna salad eggs. Yeah. Out, they hold up the boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, the old rotors Easter. just in the back of their minds. <laughs> Every time we're on Easter, they start hearing. <laughs> looking are, around. Are there any good Easter 
shows. I mean, you mentioned the movie, The Ten Commandments. Is there other Classic. Easter shows? I had an Easter record when I was a little kid that I played. It had uh, Here Comes Peter Cottontail. <laughs> uh, Gene Autry sang it. Yeah. And then Easter Bonnet was on it. I don't know what else. It was like a an LP record that had Easter songs, probably 10 songs, five on a side. I'd listen to it. I don't hmm. know what the songs were now. I still got it somewhere. I need to get it out and see what Easter songs were on there. I yeah. don't know. Interesting. And Passion of the Christ would be a... That's a new one, though. A newer, really newer. A kids mean, yeah. movie. Yeah, definitely not a kids movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're... It's like they they had a a Charlie Brown or a Peanuts one, it seemed like. I think it came out when I was older, though, like the Easter Beagle or something. Yeah. I never I can picture it. Snoopy dancing around yeah, with, with his basket, tossing eggs out. And... Yeah. But I, I was... Yeah. That might have been when my son was little, even. So I, I don't know. And we always, growing up, we always had to dress up for church. Oh, yeah. Like, you got a new Easter outfit. Because on Sunday, before. we normally dressed more than and your we did overalls, week. no shirt, anyway. no shoes. You <laughs> no. walked in. My plaid you're pants. From Alabama. And, <laughs> <laughs> but on yeah, Easter Sunday, you had to have the sport coat on top of it, tie. Yeah, yeah we'd always yeah. go. In fact, bow tie. I usually had a straight tie. I didn't have a bow tie. I got a picture of me and my dad and my brother. We all had our. Leisure suits that we got. Your to, Sunday go to meeting clothes. Sunday go to meeting clothes. Yep. So uh, we need to do that. Come find some old uh, Easter pictures of us if we can. We'll put them <laughs> out there. I don't know if we can, but we'll. I, I might have one floating around somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, we'd always have to. You'd have to go and get your Easter outfit. We did that with my wife and I and my son. You know, we'd always go get your new Easter outfit. Yeah. Wear it and coming in church. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anything else before we move on? Um, I cannot think of anything. All right. Well, I just got a couple other quick stories. Well, it won't take too long, but uh, I saw this. This is over in Japan. It says Japanese schools are still banning ponytails. Why do you think they're banning ponytails? Uh, it's hurting the girl's head, so they aren't doing well. well that in would math. be a good thought. <laughs> I'm going to say it's the it's a dress code thing. Because it's like showing too much leg. Well, it says because they could sexually excite men. Yeah. They're worried boys will look at girls, a former teacher explains. When I saw that, I'm like, really? What? I I remember in school, I didn't ever think that was the big draw. If I looked <laughs> at a, a girl, like, ooh, look at, ooh, I like that ponytail she's sporting there. <laughs> and like when they portray it in TV shows and movies, they always show the girl pulling the thing out of her ponytail and shaking her, and shaking her hair falls. That's usually a little more, you know. No, see, what, a, what about like a scrunchie? Would the scrunchie be too sexy? Too sexy. No, no. <laughs> or back in the 80s, like a banana clip. Oh, the banana clips, yeah. Very sexy with the banana clip. <laughs> says here, from the lengths of the student's socks to the color of their underwear, Japanese schools are infamous for their strict requirements on what pupils can wear. Although I think our schools could use some of that. <laughs> I, well, you our know what? schools could use a lot. <laughs> yeah, their, their schools are probably scoring a lot better than yeah. ours, so maybe yeah. that's what we need to do. It says, one rule has drawn criticism for not just its absurdity, but also the reason behind it. Uh, a teacher, a former middle school teacher, said school administrators told him that girls must not wear the ponytail because exposing the nape of their necks could sexually excite the male students. Again, nape of the neck. I don't know that that's the the big draw. Maybe, maybe it isn't. Says they're worried. They're worried boys will look at 
girls, which is similar to the reasoning behind upholding a white-only underwear color rule. <laughs> says most schools require girls to wear white undergarments so that they won't the underwear won't show through their uniforms. So I don't know what and is, uniforms being another keyword. Well, yeah, I don't know what is happening. That uh, I mean, this it goes on and on. You see the boys in the cafe cafeteria going. Do you see her nape? No. <laughs> Some you know, a group of boys are caught in the the boys' room with a magazine. It's a hair magazine. They like open it up. They start unfolding it. Oh, you can see. Look at the whole ponytail come flapping out like a big centerfold of it. Woo! I thought she just had the bob haircut. She's got the all pulled back. Look at the nape of her neck there. Wonder what mm. they would do if one of the girls put it up in a bun. Because oh, now you, it's completely <laughs> off. It's completely off the neck. Oh my god! Or just get a short haircut. Because at least the ponytail. What if they just have a short haircut? Oh yeah. Because at least the ponytail is covering part of it. What was the uh, the skater from the late seventies that all the girls would get their hair done? The, the oh Dorothy Hamill. The Dorothy Hamill. Oh my Ooh, god! Yeah, the seventies. That was that was the time to be a student in Japan. <laughs> Check out them Ooh, next. Look at the door of the ammo. <laughs> so you go in the. You talking about the magazine? Yeah, you go in the convenience store and there's like next, and it's got a plastic cover over it. Yeah. Oh. So you just see the bangs. That's all you see are bangs. <laughs> I can't, can't show you the rest. You got to be over at 21 to get these magazines. You got a lot of nape of the neck in this one. Play neck. Oh, jeez. I was in play neck. I was a neck model for years. My family disowned me. They were yeah. disgusted by it. <laughs> they got their version of Hugh Hefner over oh. there. It's, it's got the uh, play neck mansion. Oh. <laughs> All these girls running around in ponytails. <laughs> Dancing around seductively, slowly pulling their hair up, putting it in a ponytail. Mm. <laughs> That's all the gentlemen's oh clubs are. They're just swinging around oh. the pole, fully dressed. They pull their hair up into a ponytail, swing their head around. Woo! They're throwing Gosh. yin at them. That's right. Cinnamon to the stage. Look at her. She's coming in, pulling her hair back. Oh, she's put it the full ponytail. Oh, my goodness. Or a girl comes out on stage and just cuts her hair. They're stripping to Barbara of Seville music. Yeah, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, nape of the neck is the body part in Japan. Teach their own. I guess. Do they wear turtlenecks? They probably have to. Might have to. Hoodies. Pull that hoodie up. All right. Well, staying in Japan, this other story caught my to be honest the uh title is what really caught my attention because i'm like what and this is in quote it says crocodiles in quote crocodiles could spell the end of japan's tradition of nude mixed bathing i thought okay well first nude mixed bathing weird but crocodiles I, i didn't know there were a bunch of crocodiles in japan but okay says the unwelcome behavior of some male customers is putting women off visits to hot springs where both sexes have mingled for years so apparently it was tradition that you go to these hot springs and you strip completely naked and, and you bathe with groups of people but god I, forbid we see the nape of a yeah. neck put, put your hair up before yes. you get into the uh mixed bath wow. <laughs> you gotta have your priorities <laughs> right. <laughs> right. nudity does not turn people on it's the nape of the neck that does it <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
That's where the term necking came from. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It said here that, uh, so th- they have this, these bass and it's, I guess historically they, they were get together, started back in the 1400s and they would have these mixed bathing because it was back in the 1400s. They didn't have hot water. So they go and they had these hot springs and that's where they would have mixed bathing men and women. Um, but it says the crocodile. Oh, I just, my phone just refreshed. So give me one second. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. I hate this. Okay. It says, many blame the rising menace of Wani, W-A-N-I, I might be, or that's Japanese for crocodile. It says, that's the nickname given to men who spend long periods immersed in the water, their eyes constantly scanning the room for female babies. Do they, do they put what their head they? down? <laughs> I picture, oh. They just have just their eyes at the top of their head. I picture a woman coming in naked and getting in there. All of a sudden, his head just slowly sinks below the water. There's just a few bubbles. You're like, yeah, oh, the, where'd he go? The bubbles. Oh, my goodness. Mad scramble bubbles. for everybody to get out. <laughs> so it says, we're at our wits end from day to day. One uh, Onsen owner, Onsen, like O-N-S-E-N is the name of these mixed places. It uh, said... Uh, told the constant fretting among operators over how to address the transgressions of some male bathers. Their lurking presence is making more women reluctant to bathe with men. Really? You mean when when men are lurking around, women are a little hesitant to get completely (laughs) naked and jump in the water with the other men? I like this. The lurking presence is making more women reluctant to bathe with men. It says, even family members. I don't know which is worse. Oh, my gosh. No. I don't want to get naked. Look, I'm not a fan of Jeez. even going to a swimming pool. I know. I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I'm a prude. Whatever. <laughs> not a prude. I just don't. I always felt like a swimming pool felt like a giant communal bath. You're in there with everybody. Kind of is. Kind of is. But yeah. this is like, okay, this is you're stripping down and you're literally getting in with just everybody like, hey, Bob, hey, hey, Mike, how's it going? You want to hand me my loofah? Like, I'm sure I nobody's, my loofah. Hang on. I'm sure nobody's <laughs> peeing in there. <laughs> but then I was like, would I be... Uh, I don't know if it would bother me more to be in there with a bunch of strangers or a family member. <laughs> hey, there's my mom and dad. Oh my this gosh. Would be a great would you rather? Well, yeah. Would you rather <laughs> would you rather go to mixed nude mixed nude bathing with a stranger or a family member? It would have to be what family member? What family member are we talking about? <laughs> is it your wife? Okay. Is it is I don't it your think uncle? Be, yeah. <laughs> then I don't no, probably I almost, not. I almost gotta go strangers then. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm hoping, like, well, maybe we won't see each other after yeah. we leave here. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not... just going to act like the crocodile. I'm just going to get all the way down with nothing but my eyes above the water. You might see, your... Mi- you might see your mom's neck. <laughs> They're just misunderstood. So so apparently this is a real problem, and it's caused some uh, some of these places to close down because they can't get enough women to come in there and get naked and bathe Gee, with Gee, I wonder men. why. Well, I'm definitely not having any shower beers in here. So. <laughs> not a shower beer type place. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. So, yeah, one other person said real quick, I said that the problem is men. So there are cases in which men will try to come up and strike up a conversation with women, asking them where they are from and so on. You t- Now, this – hold on. This is going to be a shocker. <laughs> so hold on. Says you tend to get more of this. When do you think? After they have drunk alcohol. That's, oh, yeah. wow. That's a shock. 
So some have set up partitions while men may be sharing the same water as the female counterpart. Voyeurism is impossible. So, yeah, and you know what? These guys, what do they think? If if you get a woman naked, you're like, well, yeah, of course you're going to chat her up. <laughs> well, she's already nude. <laughs> Most of the job's already done. If I can just get her to swing over to my side. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So anyway, I don't, I just thought that was interesting. Again, the, the title really is what drew me in. Crocodiles could spell the end of Japan's tradition of nude mixed bathing. I'm glad we do not have nude mixed bathing or traditions like that over here in America. Oh uh, yeah. Nothing. I guess if you're raised that way, you don't think about it. It's just what it is. But, uh, well, obviously there's something creepy about it because they're having problems. <laughs> So. Well, like you said, Doug, we've got the community pool, so <laughs> that, and that is that is yeah. bad enough. I don't even swim for that reason. We got the pool. The we got tub. all these exposed necks running around. Oh. Whew. Yeah, I think I would think dickies would be popular over there. <laughs> They're popular everywhere. <laughs> so that led me just to one more thing. I just saw this week. I was in a, uh, a in a hot tub in a hot them. tub with a bunch of people. No. <laughs> I was at a college town, and right next to the college, there was a, a Motel 6. And on their- Were the lights on? I don't know. It was, <laughs> yes, it, it but was they can't the help daytime, you, so. <laughs> it was during the daytime. But uh, on their, their sign, on the kiosk out front, it said, uh, jacuzzi room, like, you know, jacuzzi room available. Are you wanting to go, let's say you want a romantic- evening with your wife you're going to go out on a date hey, for right. the weekend are you going to choose the hotel that's <laughs> right next to the college i wouldn't choose that on for any reason <laughs> and then to throw in that it's a jacuzzi room you know what They're, they couldn't do enough cleaning to that room to make me even want to, to stay in it by myself let alone go in there thinking we're going to have a nice romantic evening with my jacuzzi wife. tub because <laughs> you know college kids they're going to destroy that. And it's a Motel 6. We're it's not a, talking the yeah. upper echelon. That's why I said the Motel 6, just on its own, let's put it on the interstate in the middle of nowhere with nothing next to it. It's probably not really going to stay yeah. there. But then you throw that next to a college. And then you throw, hey, we have a jacuzzi room. It's like, no, nothing good has come out of that. Yeah, no. And this is in a rural area. It's a college I'm pretty sure that Mike is familiar with. <laughs> well, not Maybe even attended. Me. And I think that, you know, they're, they're, uh, big on parks and agriculture. So there's probably been some, you know, a donkey in the room at some point. <laughs> just all kinds of weird stuff. Cause college kids are just insane. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that. You couldn't, you couldn't get me in there. Ooh, you sorry. don't really want the one out in the middle of nowhere either. Because I think there's probably been murders in that there one. Might, huh? I would, I would risk that over the college kids, I think. <laughs> Cause I'm like, if there was a murder, the forensic people probably came in and, and used bleach and got it at least bleached out. As long as you're not the next victim. Doug's not worried about getting murdered. He's just worried about the, the germs. About yeah. the damage from the last yeah. one. Yeah. They got him, but it was clean. At least they cleaned up. Out of all of the, the human fluids, blood is my least <laughs> least feared for some reason. I'm not a fan of it, but out of all of the things that could come out of a human that might still be in that room, yeah. I will yeah. take the blood. <laughs> that is the one like, all right. I guess I could be okay with that. Yeah, one. At least the blood was internal. Most <laughs> well, other fluids. I guess are the in... others are too. But <laughs> again, I just I feel like I feel like I would do better if I knew that one. If I 
There's been some human fluid all over this room. What is it? Oh, gosh. What is it? <laughs> I picture Doug like the office when they pull out the black light, Dwight and, then, uh, oh, and yeah. Steve Carell. <laughs> what do they say? It's something like, is that? Oh, is that? I hope I know it is. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel in those hotels. I just try not to think about it. Maybe that's what it was. Is that blood? I try I to think so. that, you yeah. know what, some some road-weary businessman probably just came in here and all he did was lay down and went straight to sleep, got up the next day and left. Didn't even shower. Didn't use the shower or the towels. That's what is going on in my mind. Rolled his comforter down. Yeah. In fact, he didn't even sleep on the bed. He, he slept, slept on the couch. Slept on the couch. Yeah. This is a brand new bed no one has used. Yes. And they burned it after. Yeah. <laughs> new bed every time. They open the plastic. There's your new mattress. Beautiful. All right. That would be nice. Yes, cool. it would. So, okay. Well, you got to peek inside my horrible, awful mind. So, all right. I got nothing else. I think that wraps up this. Wow. We went from uh, TIFU to, to Easter. Yeah. Happy celebrating Easter. And then to, uh, yeah. Getting uh, turned on by napes of necks and mixed nude bathing and body fluids. I don't know how that. I don't know how this episode. I don't know how Easter got to that. I don't either. So there we go. All right, you guys got anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. If you like the show, please give us a review, five star rating. Even if you don't like it, give us a a good review. Give us a good review. Hit the share button. uh, Put it out there for us. We hope you have a happy Easter for those that celebrate. Again, if you don't celebrate, happy Easter anyway. Eat some candy. And we hope you're tuning in in seven days. Until then, see ya. Later. Peace. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.